justifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. Outside interference. Yeah, I'm living in a nightmare. But the cream rise to the top. Oh, yeah. I am the cream. Hey, let me say it to you. Let me say it out loud. The cream of the crop. I am the cream. I am the cream, yeah. The cream of the crop. I'm on my way. On balance, off balance, doesn't matter. Nobody does it better. Welcome to Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Bienvenidos empacadores sin fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay. Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte. Right. Okay, so so let me let me let me start with this interlude. Okay, so I've been working like a dog, and it's been dry. It actually hasn't been raining for like the last eight nine days or something. Here, here's the kicker: it's supposed to start raining in a couple of hours. It's not supposed to stop till Tuesday. Okay, so I'm about to get another five six days off, sitting around the house waiting for the rain to stop. Anyway, I'm taking down. I'm at this house. I, I, I've been taking the jobs that I can do myself and been sending the crews out so that we can attack even more jobs. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've been kind of splitting them up a bit and I've been bouncing between. So I get to this one lady, this one person's house and uh, they have lilac bushes, you know, lilac, lilac bushes. They yeah, get the the hedges, you, right? you said you were going to trim down. Exactly. Like, right? Whack with the broom before you started chopping up, unless there was like a wasp nest in so, there. So, they're about uh, 60 feet long. Yeah. Okay. The hedge, the hedge itself is probably about eight feet wide. Okay. They, and uh, the shortest one, the shortest lilac bush is like 16 feet tall. Okay. This is not a, let me take out the hedge trimmers. This is a, let me get the ladder. Let me get the chainsaw. Let me get that right. Like now we've got to cut these things down and I'm trying to convince them that we should take it down to like two feet. And then it'd be easier to manage next year and it'll grow back. They're a hedge. They'll come right back. Don't worry. It won't kill them. This and that. No, no, no. They got to go. She's at first. It was eight feet. I cut everything down. Takes me all, all day. I'm just covered in scratches. I'm covered yeah. in God knows what bugs, spider webs, everything. Okay. I take it down to eight feet. And just as I'm starting to trim it and clean it up and make it look like a presentable hedge, she goes, you know, Mitt, let's take it down to five feet. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. She's like sweet little old lady, right? Meanwhile, in my head, I'm like, fuck you, right? <laughs> you know, damn it, I told you, lower, you want lower, right? Anyway, I take a deep breath. I go, yeah, all, all right, no problem. It's a little easier now that it's only like, you know, eight feet because now I can just stand there at five feet, buzz the thing right across yep. and, you know, a couple hours worth of work, that's it. A couple more trips to the dump. So I'm sitting in the truck. And I'm wearing, I, I always wear shorts when I work, right? Mm -hmm. And um, since we've been, uh, since I got my Manscaped 
uh, uh, products. I know you haven't gotten yours yet. You should have it any day now. But since yep. I got my Manscapes up, there's a there's uh, something in there called a deodorant, and it's a ball deodorant, right? And I tried it out. You put a little dab in your in the palm of your hand, and then mm-hmm. you rub your hands, right? And then you kind of give your boys massage. a little a little massage, right? And you get it in there, right? And this is this is let me tell you, if if Manscaped is listening, this is the greatest thing on the planet earth this ball deodorant should have been invented 500 years ago because they have never been more comfortable it, anyway. if you were covered in dirt everything you had to do and oh, and they were they were great right but the problem is is i've been using this stuff for the last couple of days and i like it so much that every now and then i decide i'm going to go commando so i'm sitting in the truck I just finished doing all of these things. I'm wearing shorts and they're, and you know, they're, they're thick shorts. They're like a denim work shorts. You know what I mean? Like you can't tell that I'm wearing underwear or not or anything like that. Nothing. There's no bumps or anything like that, that, you know, that you can suddenly say, Oh, wait a second. You're circumcised. No. So I, I I'm sitting in the truck and I'm driving. I've got a full loaded trailer. I mean, the trailer is just, imagine this huge buckload trailer and it's just, I've got tarps over it and I've got strings and bungee cords. Cause I only, I don't want to go back because she's going to change her mind and make me take it down to three feet. Right. So I got this thing loaded up completely. I'm driving down the highway. I'm doing uh, about uh, 50 mile an hour or 80 kilometers, right. An hour mm-hmm. I'm driving yeah. along the highway and I feel something tingle Oh, next, no. to, next to my boys. Oh, no. do, you know, do you know what a wolf spider is? I do. A wolf spider, roughly the size of, I'm going to say, almost, uh, almost the size of a quarter, okay, is within an inch of Henry and the twins. <laughs> like, holy crap. I nearly wrote the truck off, put the trailer in the ditch. I, I, Nobody oh. would have, like I guarantee you no man like had a cop or somebody seen you do that and if you explain the situation I think you would have been absolutely fine saying there was a wolf spider spider one inch from my penis like if you went recklessly doing something to get the hell off way have you been bit by a wolf spider like no you, they, they won't kill you they won't kill you there's nothing up yeah. here that'll that'll kill you but a wolf spider if you get bit by, remember that I, I, I posted that video of that big garden orb. That big garden orb is like the size of a silver dollar. Yeah, or like beautiful. A tuning, yeah, they're right? fucking it's huge. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. If they bite you, you might get a little red bump, right? Just a little yeah. like, oh, look, something bit me. If a wolf spider bites you, like your hand swells like a golf ball. Now yeah. it's not going to kill you, but you're going to want maybe a little Benadryl or Reactin or Claritin or whatever just to kind of help your way through it. Can you imagine that spider? No. Like all I was thinking of is all those movies, you know, the, the terribly, the horrible classic yeah, movie and the guy gets fangs in the right in the nuts. And then they got, yeah. Oh yeah. Like jackass. What was that? That was meet the Millers. Remember meet the Millers oh, and the tarantula oh, bites him on the nuts and his nuts yes. are just huge. That's all. I was laughing so hard on the way home, nearly wrote the truck off all of this and a spider nearly bites me in the dick on the way home. And I was like, and I didn't even charge her extra for doing it twice. <laughs> like no good deed. To go unpunished. Absolutely. Oh man. Wow, dude. That That's was exciting. Yeah. It was that, nice that was your to, landscape uh, commercial. It was nice to uh, have my life flash before my eyes. That was uh, incredible. It didn't flash before my eyes. You know what did happen? 
What happened? A picture of that of that guy's balls from that movie Meet the Millers. That's what and I was like, ah of course. Of course. <laughs> I literally I I I I freaked out so bad I, I almost hit my head on my own steering wheel. Okay, like I was like, oh <laughs> wow. If there was like like and I was like, thank God I wasn't around any schools or you know, like a crosswalk, some little old lady, because I'd have just mowed her down. Yeah, you like, would not have seen. Like you were focusing oh, no. on a spider. No, yeah. And from your nuts. I thought for a second I was berries. like I was like, oh, is that a leaf? So I pulled my shorts back to kind of reach in there. And I pulled my shorts back and I felt it move again. And that's when I looked down. I was like, ah, terrible. I don't. Terrible. I thankfully have no stories like that. No, you've never been bit on the nuts by something? No. I mean, and we did a lot of camping, but. What about a dog? A dog ever give you a nip in the nuts? No, nip in the face and a nip. Yeah, close to my nuts. I've got two horror stories with dogs, but have your kids never? Your kids have never done the alcabong where they jump onto the you're laying on the couch. Oh yeah, no, I get I get whacked on the nuts all the time, but like a spider, like an insect biting my stuff, my junk. I don't think so. Remember, remember, stand by me. The guy's got the leech on the. Oh, (laughs) he's like, take it off, take it off. Every 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 trip when we go to the lake, out of the twenty days we're swimming someone eventually gets one leech and usually it's on the ankle or you know it's somewhere where their feet in, and and it's because they were playing in the weeds and stuff stay out of the weeds we're always telling them you know stay over here where you don't get the lead and every single time i've got to pull a leech off one of the kids i always go straight to the sack like i'm like no. let me take a look let me take a quick look at my uh, boys and make sure that i'm not so that's a, maybe that's the closest I've come. We went out to um, Austin, out to the New Braunfels area, which is like a nice, just like the rivers, like it's in between San Antonio and Austin. So there's just, it's hill country. There's a lot of water there. There's a really cool river there. And they've got some different little areas that have some watering holes, like some big watering holes, right? And we did go out there, this is what, maybe two years ago or so. That was probably pre-COVID, had to have been pre-COVID or maybe post-COVID, I don't remember. Uh, before the lockdown and uh we were all swimming all really comfortable right and we all had they we bought water socks right like the shoes those water socks water shoes whatever and we're all swimming around and we're all in there but once you hit the mud as we were stepping through the mud like one of my things got stuck in the mud right like as you're trying to yeah. get out of it so I, I was like fuck so i put my foot down again and I try to reach in there and I pull it out. And as soon as I pull out that thing, dude, my, my hand was full of tiny little baby leeches, like all just stuck on it. And my foot that did not have the, the thing was all full of like just tiny, tiny little fucking leeches. Oh like, my God. So we all had to, like, we all ran out. And of course we're all checking, like girls are now, we're in this water. So we're all checking our private parts and everything. But now it was just my hand and that, like my right foot that had gone in into the mud that was actually like, I had to dig into the mud. And yeah, dude, I was just, and my buddy had a spray that like a, almost freezes them or whatever. He's like, Oh dude, you're, it's, you're not going to be able to get those fuckers off. He's like, give me your hand. He sprayed it with this shit. And they just, they all just kind of, kind of fell off of my arm. So he sprayed my leg and they came off. It was, he's like, cause they latch on dude. Those little fuckers latch on. So he uses that cold spray for, uh, you know, like your first aid, that first aid cold spray. Yeah. Uh Oh, okay. And that kills the leeches. I've well, never heard it, that before. It made them fall off. I don't know if it killed well, yeah. 
So I just uh, they're usually they're usually I don't know about two three inches long, and I'm able to just grab it and give it a little tug, and that's the end of it. And sometimes there's a little bit of blood, and sometimes there isn't. Yeah, I mean, no, these were tiny. These were like the size of your pink, like the tip of your pinky. Speaking of leeches, it's Bears Week. It's Bears Week. <laughs> the Bears are weak during Bears Week. Brought to you by Manscaped, creator of all things small, appearing larger than they are in the mirror. Correct. I got into. Now, I didn't get into any spats on Twitter because I'm not responding to idiots. And unfortunately, the majority of the idiots are not even the media. It's like Packer fans. Overreactions. And just like we're doomed. Trade Rodgers to Dallas, one guy said. Trade Rodgers to Dallas because it was Rodgers' fault that he dropped that opening touch touchdown pass. He couldn't block enough. And the defense couldn't cover Justin Jefferson. Completely Aaron Rodgers' fault. Please leave your jersey and hat at the door on the way out. So I got stats for that guy. And also another guy who said two years ago, Tay and Rogers should have left good riddance to them. And I'm just like, okay, dude, you're a fucking idiot too. But just let's put this in perspective, right? Because we're 0-1 again. That's fine. But it's a season. And you talked about this on Monday. It's 17 games. So in the illustrious history of the green bay packers right how many losing seasons do you think we've had and i told you this already 32 32 total losing seasons in the history of this and realize that if you were born prior or post 1992 you have no fucking clue what losing is okay you have so, no idea be born in the <laughs> 70s like bruce and i and you were ridiculed in elementary you were harassed in junior high and in high school they used to just mock me mock me relentlessly and then as soon as i graduate brett Favre steps onto the field and suddenly the Green Bay Packers glory is restored. And I just want to send this message out to everyone in elementary and junior high and high school, especially Mr. Swiston, Mr. Elliot, and Mr. Romaine. <laughs> Under worst, worst records. So let's just talk about Aaron Rodgers, right? Just because the rest of it doesn't fucking matter, honestly. This is under Aaron Rodgers. 2017, 16 games, they went seven and nine. Uh, 2018, 16 games, six, nine, and one. At that point, what happened? McCarthy's gone. So two straight losing seasons, but the worst losing season, the most games that Aaron Rodgers has managed to lose is 10 games in a season. That's the worst. And we already know what happened that year. Matt LaFleur, other than last year with that last game of the season we just talked about, has never lost two games in a row. And we all understand that it was, Jordan Love and no starters. So we're going to chalk that up as he's never lost two games. We're going to put the caveats that we hate, right? With hey, Aaron Rodgers playing. Wait a minute. Yeah. So we didn't play the starters against Detroit in the final game last year, right? Right. And then we came out flat and couldn't perform against San Francisco. We didn't play the starters in the preseason, came out flat and couldn't perform against Minnesota. Dum, dum, dum. I started thinking about Peyton Manning 
with all this preseason and not practicing and resting starters prior to the playoffs. So I started thinking about Peyton Manning and remembering, cause he was the first quarterback when I first started playing fantasy football, he was the first quarterback cause I inherited a dynasty team and he was on that team. That dude won me more championships because he played every fucking week 17, the entire time I had him on my team, which means Indianapolis at that time, played Peyton Manning nonstop and look how well they did, right? They got to the point where they won a Super Bowl. Now, I don't know how much that translates, yes or no, but I think there has to be, it's more along the lines of the team showing up to play. How much of that is a mentality and the preparation and maybe it's not necessarily playing the guys, but how you prepare for the following week. So now they lost, now they're pissed. Obviously, they're going to be uber focused this week, right? Which is you probably what, Matt LaFleur does because the guys kind of get up and start playing. So I listened to a bears podcast and you ventured into enemy territory. I did. And I hate you suddenly have a crush on Danica Patrick and, uh, and and deep dish pizza. I'm not a big fan of deep dish pizza. Actually. I don't like Chicago style pizza. (laughs) That's a, that wasn't a no on Danica. (laughs) No, I damn. Danica's fine. Um, she's no Gal Gadot, but um, you know, dude, it's they're scared, and they literally there was the the host for the show said that he would have preferred the the Packers win last week as opposed to getting a pissed off Rodgers to come in to to play the Bears the following week. He says historically we know how that's gone. Now he had a special guest on who follows the North who basically said, yeah, you guys are fucked. Like, historically, this is what Aaron Rodgers does. This is why he owns you. So they're going to be real quiet. I mean, there's going to be some Bears fans chirping, but it's going to be a similar sentiment to where the Vikings were real quiet prior to the game. Remember we talked about this? I don't see a lot of Bears fans chirping right now, dude. So it's on us to win this game. So I'm going to ask you again, like I did last week, what needs to happen for the Bears to beat us? This is TJ Williams out of Las Vegas, Nevada. This is Matt coming to you from Cincinnati. Hey friends, this is Colton Moore from Central Illinois. This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. This is Shelly from Gwen, Michigan. Bales of Hay, and I'm from Kansas City. Hey, this is Jamie Cheesebutt. I'm from LA, California. Hey everyone, this is Ella from Southern Cali. This is Nebels from Chicago, Illinois, and you are listening to Packers Without Borders, the finest podcast in all the land. Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts. Also, you can find our merch on PackersWithoutBorders.MyShopify.com and Public if you want cups, mugs, and those types of things. You can also visit us on Patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders and give us some money. An audible trial.com front slash Packers Without Borders. Give them a click, check them out, try that 30-day free trial with them, and enjoy your books. You can also use coupon code DOSPAPAS for all your Manscaped products. Peace, and go Pack Go! Now standing on the shoulder.
Packers without borders. 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 The greatest podcast on the planet. Uh, a replay of last week, a sudden, uh, okay, uh, Justin Fields has to have a quarterback rating in the high 80s, low 90s. Uh, Mooney has got to break 125, 140 yards, which apparently is very easy on our defense. And uh, Montgomery has got to run for two. And then uh, that's about it. I mean, we have to remember our offense is going to take a little bit more time to get going. We should be seeing a double dose of Jones and Dylan, but we all know in the Matt LaFleur area, as soon as one of those guys gets going, it's time for them to sit down. Uh, We're not sure what that is. I think it's a personnel issue. I think LaFleur has personnel issues, but at 13 and three, 13 and four, who the fuck am I? Right. (laughs) So I'm going to go with, um, a complete and utter meltdown like we had against the Vikings and uh, Aaron Rodgers not giving a crap and guys dropping the ball all over the place. See, there were so many mistakes by so many people that even if half of those mistakes get cleaned up, just half, we're going to blow the bears out of the water by 20 points. So I think we see, I think we see Dobbs with a lot more uh, catches uh, how many catches did he have in that uh, first game? Four? Was it four? Six? You're on mute, so I don't I don't know what you're trying to tell me. That's but... fucking ridiculous. Good job, Bruce. Yeah, yeah, I was looking at some stats here. I was trying to pull some stuff up. Um, uh, dude, it, Dobbs is the – well, is Lazard going to play is my first question. I don't know. I don't know. It's still up in the air. Did he practice today? I have not seen anything on the practice report because he is really filling in that Alan Lazard role, right? Watkins and Watson are on the outside and you've got Dobbs doing the dirty work, doing the blocking, doing what Lazard does. And I'm assuming even if Lazard comes back, are they going to move Lazard to the outside and keep Dobbs inside? Um, And then, because you know, Randall Cobb didn't look very good. You know, like the veterans and all these veteran presence things that we talked about okay. were not very good. Alan, Liz, Alan Lazard did practice today. He did practice today. Wide receiver Alan Lazard will practice today. Bakhtiari and Jenkins practicing today. Um, I saw a report that they were out already, that they were already declared out for this weekend. Uh, they probably are. That's why they brought up Big Mountain, baby. Big Mountain. <laughs> should have been on the 53. It's fucking bullshit. He will be now, man. He's going to go in there. He's mean. He's big. He's nasty. Um, uh, Matt LaFleur, sometimes when you have a huge package. What? No, he, you know. <laughs> when you have a huge package. <laughs> so Dobbs, had, Walker. Oh. Dobbs had four for 37 on seven targets. That's why I had the seven four in my head. Four for 37. And only A.J. Dillon had more receptions. Like, this is what a running back had more receptions than the wide receivers. Um, 
And if you total them up, it was eight catches for receptions for Dylan and Jones, while the wide receivers had seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 total as a group. And that's not even wide receivers because two of them were tight ends. There were five catches, six catches to wide receivers, eight to running backs, and five to the tight ends. It, it's a clusterfuck, man. And then Randall Cobb had his two, and then Winfrey had one, too. So they spread the ball around the way they should have. Like we're not gonna, like we said, we're not gonna have this clear-cut number one guy, right? Like it's gonna be six catches here, five catches here, seven catches here, and those seven catches that I was anticipating were gonna be Aaron Jones. Right. Like I was saying, this is the dude that's going to make the majority of the catches. So Quay Walker was a full participant in practice today. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something, brother. This guy is the macho man. Whoo! He can hit. He can hit. And when you got a guy back there who's laying the wood like that, then all of a sudden those wide receivers, those tight ends, when they're catching stuff in the mid range there, they got their heads on a swivel. And Quay Walker. Likes to bring it. And he played for a rookie starting his first game. That flashed. It was that hit. That was just like, okay, yeah. Like, overall, when and this is what I'm saying, where not necessarily that I believe in grades or I don't believe in grades. When you see what he did versus what they graded him, is like, yeah, I get it. He probably missed a tackle here and there, right? Which affects your grades. But when you don't have that many attempts, right? Like that's a lot of what happened too. It was just like the personnel and the way that he was being used affects because if you rush the passer, for example, like, I don't know, like what they did with Gary and Preston where they had him dropping into coverage instead of rushing forward. And they had like a 6% pressure or hurry rate. Well, it's because you weren't doing it every fucking time, even though you should have. <laughs> like it's just... <laughs> And you're on mute. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen Quay Walker maybe rush the quarterback a few times. He's got a lot of speed. And from that uh, right side like that, especially on uh, Kirk Cousins, he's susceptible to that, right? So I would have liked to have seen a few times of him coming in there. Again, this goes back to a Joe Barry in-game uh, changes, in-game uh, key matchups. I mean, he, he can't make the in-game adjustments. And we're going to watch it again, and everybody's going to go, like this one guy said, well, you know, Justin Jefferson didn't, uh, he only caught 28 yards in the second half. In the second half, Dalvin Cook went off. He killed us in the second half. They were so far ahead, they didn't have to throw it anymore. And Justin Jefferson didn't catch any more catches because he'd already run 200 yards. The guy was exhausted. No, and they did what you're supposed to do. You'd get a lead. We weren't buried. What do you do? You give them less opportunities to come back and score and you run the ball. To, to wear down do. the clock. That's what you do. That's what you do. That's exactly how you do it. That's exactly how it's done. <laughs> this is what we've been screaming about all last year when we were like, run the ball, kill the clock, run the ball, kill. Oh, you're only up by two. It doesn't matter if you take six minutes off. They took that one long drive. Yep. And, and, that was they, it. and they got a field goal. And everybody was like, oh, well, you know, uh, oh, it's just, it's like, yeah, but they took eight minutes off the bloody yeah, clock. It was done. Like at that point, it was no chance, but leading into halftime or not. What I do want to highlight in terms of us going up against the Bears is as poorly as we played, the Bears were worse. Oh, Justin Jefferson, 2.8 quarterback rating up until what, maybe four minutes left? Oh, or Justin five Fields? Left, or Justin yeah. Fields. Yeah. I'm so, I've still got, listen, Justin Jefferson just scored on the Packers defense again. 
Okay. Right now you're having nightmares. Look, the, the interior of their line is Quinn, Jones, and Blackson. Their grades, and as you know, five is meh, 60 is good, right? 42.5 for Quinn, 30 at the nose, 30.8 in Jones, and their left end in Blackson is a 30.1. Everywhere you look on this team, other than their cornerback Johnson and Jackson, who scored very well, um, but you're looking at the front end of all of this, um, even their, well, their outside linebacker, Robinson, he's pretty good. He scored, but you know, he, he ranked sixth. He had an 89.8. That's actually the highest graded guy. But then, you know, Roquan, everybody's scared of Roquan. All right. 28.5 grade his Morrow, his other line in running inside or right inside linebacker, 42.3, their safety brisker They're Oh my God. They're, they're amazing. Uh, rookie safety that they took in like the seventh round because they didn't have any sixth round. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But their very first pick that they took in this kid, Brisker, who is a good player, is still a rookie with a 49.6. Dude, it is – they're not a good team. The elements on that field helped them quite a bit, and both teams played in it, and they found a play – like I don't want to diminish the fact that they found a way to win that game, but we've been saying from the very beginning – that the 49ers are not the 49ers like Trey Lance is not a good quarterback right now, dude. He is, he has almost a bad as an accuracy accuracy issue as Justin Fields. So you're talking about two mobile quarterbacks that when the pocket breaks down, cause they were both rushed on 40%. So 40% of the times that Justin Fields dropped back, he was under pressure with that mud and that slosh and everything. You're telling me that, he was under pressure and all that these, the bears fans guys in on this show were saying is you just look for him to break one and do something with his feet. Why? Because he can't fucking pass. Right. So that's why I'm more confident this week than I was last week. And if you notice, I didn't have them blowing out. I just thought our defense was going to show up, man, and give us more opportunities, which is what not, which, which is what didn't happen last week with the Vikings. This is a completely different game, a completely different team. I know the Bears are 1-0, but we're going to absolutely demolish them. Like, I just – this one I know is going to be 33 to, like, maybe 10 or 14. Like, I just think they're going to – I'm going to go – I'm going to go 24-6. Okay. I, I I know we're going to manhandle them. Like, it's just a matter of. I, I think that we're going to move the ball lots and we're going to do lots. But when we line up on the goal line, on the one yard line and go shotgun, I just, I just want to shoot that play into the moon. Like, you got to be kidding me. We cannot find DeGuara back there to run the first block and have AJ Dillon hit the line. He will carry two guys over that line. No, instead we'll put him in shotgun. Let that him start flat-footed. Let him start flat-footed <laughs> with no misdirection on where he's going and only gets a, a partial push. Like, they knew what was coming. They were screaming it. And they just did it anyway. I love yep. how uh, some of these quote-unquote experts are releasing some videos of, oh, look, this guy was wide open and Rodgers missed this. There's one where uh, Watson is running the uh, number two wide receiver, and he runs like a uh, post right through the middle of the field and he goes look how wide open he is and it's like yeah so he's wide open right there while rogers was being sacked 
Well, like, <laughs> if you're, if, you know, my stat that I always dig into that I'm not going to tell anybody where I get these stats because this is my stat and people were trying to steal it. Fuck you. So Aaron Rodgers had an average of 2.57 seconds to throw in week one. His ideal release time, we've talked about this number for the last year, is 2.59 yeah. seconds. 2.5 yeah. yeah. So he had the second highest on-target percentage, which means even under the pressure, because everybody talks that he buckles when he's under the pressure and he's not accurate. No, the balls were fucking there. Like the ones he threw were on target. Now, one we saw was in the breadbasket and got dropped. There were a couple others, like A.J. Dillon dropped him. Maybe it was a little behind him, but still, it's, you know, whatever. But my concern is this. Do you see this offensive line giving him, and it's only, you think about this, 0.02 seconds more is all he needs. Like, it's nothing. It's It's less than a blink of an eye. But maybe that's why he wasn't working his progressions to these open guys because that's everybody's just posting how wide open everybody was. Nobody's focusing, and that's what I was going to tell you. Nobody was focusing on – I'm not looking at the guy that's wide open in the middle of the field. I was like, okay, everybody's doing this. What can I look at differently? And I went down to the quarterback, and I looked at our offensive line, and, and I saw fucking Aaron Rodgers with 97 people around him smashing him into the ground. Like, how the fuck do you expect him to throw it to a guy that's wide open when somebody's in his face in less than 2.59 seconds? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's funny that you can stand there afterwards and poke holes and look at this, look at that. And yeah, there was some missed opportunities and yeah, there was some bad plays and Rogers played a little hero ball, but that game's out of the way. And what I'm really looking forward to is this Rogers doesn't play two crappy games in a row and Rogers doesn't have a game where he gives up the ball twice in one game very often. So we got it all out of the way and we are now poised just like we did last year to go on a seven game stretch and win seven straight and go seven and one. And by that time we'll look behind and the Vikings will be two and five and the bears will be one and six and the lions will be five and two. Why do people forget 38 and three? We got beat down even worse last year, 38 to three than we did and understand. And we had Tay. We had Tay, yeah, and 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 we had all the weapons. And it, no, apparently, remember they 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 never got him a number two wide receiver to compliment Tay. But now it's he has no wide receivers. Whatever, it uh, doesn't matter which is it. Oh, he, he didn't get him a number two wide receiver. You get him a number two wide receiver. Never got him a number three wide receiver. Got him a number yeah. three. One. Never Pretty. drafted one in the first round. You get drafted one in the first. Never drafted one in the first round. That's from Mississippi, who's left-handed, and his mother's name is Venus. Yeah, it's yeah. Like that's, this is the point that I'm trying to get across to everybody is that historically Aaron Rodgers after a loss, Matt LaFleur after a loss is fantastic compounded by the fact that it's the bears and the bears are fucking terrible. Like they really are. Like we've been saying this and we're going to continue saying this and congratulations to your one and no start because you're probably going to lose five fucking straight. If you look at your calendar. So Shut the fuck up. Like the bears are terrible. The, the only nervous, like little twitch I have is the offensive line, Matt. Like it's, there's no Bach. They they brought in big mountain. They brought in big mountain, baby. Big mountain is in. Are they going to put him at right guard? Are they going to put him in at right guard? No, they're going to put him in at right tackle. They're going to move Newman back in or Newhouse back in. or. Well, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Right tackle. They'll put him out there at right tackle, and we'll do some running off of Big Mountain. Because that guy, he casts a shadow. 
It's almost like uh, the bringer of the rain, right? From Spartacus, right? The guy casts a shadow. Aaron Jones hiding behind him is going to be electric. Oh, we need to see Aaron Jones get the ball 15 times, hands off, hand, handed off 15 times. And I'd like to see him get six or seven balls in the air. And then when we go over to Dylan, I'd like to see Dylan get the ball about 10 to 15 times as well. I Carries. Think, yeah, just carries just kids i'm not talking about the catches too he can catch his man i don't care catches one catches 100 i'm talking about pounding that defensive line running the clock and dictating the play because we couldn't do play action because we never ran it for crying out loud we played out of the shotgun how do you run play action out of shotgun i i don't know why we're always in shotgun i get it the this is another analytics thing right where they go well the analytics are is that uh, quarterbacks fumble more balls from underneath the center than they do from the shotgun what? well yeah but remember all, all those analytics added up to mike mccarthy now coaching in dallas without a quarterback okay so keep your keep your analytics keep your oh well the tendencies of the tendencies listen people People make mistakes. Go take a look at Cincinnati and what they're dealing with with their special teams, right? Like the the analytics don't ever add up when they should. Here's the tendency. And the tendency is top 10 paid running backs in the league average 20 touches a game. And Aaron Jones had eight. Terrible. Just absolute terribleness. And, you know, I look down at the clock in the corner of my computer and I think to myself, Wednesday's episode, uh, Mailbag Monday questions. You got any questions for us for Mailbag Monday sponsored by Manscaped, the closest shave a man can get to his nuts. Ah, nuts. <laughs> You love the manscape read. That's hilarious. Also, <laughs> patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders. You can go to T Public if you want merch. Um, but you can also buy our custom made t shirts on Packers Without Borders at my.shopify.com. <laughs> I got it right this time. You can follow us on the IG. You can follow us anywhere. And. This was a lot of fun, man. I'm really excited. I'm glad I, I, I can actually start seeing some stuff on TV and listening to things because we're now into week two. So yeah. my complete blackout of anything that deals with media or anything oh. is now officially over as of today. I can't watch anything. I can't watch anything at all. It just drives me to say, what's wrong with the Packers? Top 10 reasons why they won't make the playoffs. Stick all of that in your, you know what, and smoke it. That's terrible, terrible it's because there's so many and we're so passionate. So they get the clicks. This is why they do it, guys. Don't fall for the clicks. We're going to beat the Bears. It's going to be back. The ship's about to be written, write it again. We're going to be good. Um, uh, Packers with the Borders. Say that we're winning the Super Bowl. It's yeah. Be, uh, yeah. All the other way. It's like, nah, take oh, it easy. We're one easy and one. does it. <laughs> Packers without Borders at Outlook.com is our email. You can find us at Borders Packers at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram merch. Uh, YouTube, Stitcher, Twitcher, Flitcher, Clitcher, Google, Google Amazon. Amazon. Just say, hey, Alexa, play the latest episode of Packers Without Borders. Boom, yeah. right there for your beautiful ears. Ear candy. Ear candy, baby. All right. Peace. Go Pack Go. 
This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And go Pack Go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego. about the best you're talking about